So, the big question is this. How do regular golfers like us, who have jobs, families and very little spare time, how do we improve our golf and lower our handicaps? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name's Paul Gray. Welcome to Golfing Secrets. And welcome to this uh, episode 12 of uh, Golfing Secrets. Uh, in today's episode, going to really try and focus on, on the Masters this week. Just want to um, put a few potential uh, options out there for, for, for winners. Talk a little bit about the tournament itself. Um, and uh, yeah, so going to sort of cover that. Also going to just talk about some of the results over the last week. We've had um, some really sort of good ones this week, certainly from a European perspective. And um, that's what we've got in this week's episode. Um, also, if you uh, stick around till the end, there is also going to be a bit of a, a Masters a Masters sort of uh, giveaway and, and, and special offer at the end of the uh, podcast. So um, stick around for the, uh, for the end of that. And uh, so getting on into results. So again, obviously no live result uh, last week, no live tournament. There is apparently a tournament this week uh, in Orlando, um, Florida, I believe. Um, and uh, that one, I'm not sure the details of that one. I actually got an email that came through. It was this morning of uh, recording this podcast, actually. And um, that was the first I, I'd sort of heard about it sort of coming out. Um, I believe it's actually it's in um, it's in Tucson actually, and um, <clears throat> so it's I um, know oh so the last so actually the last um, tournament was in Tucson for Live Golf, um, <clears throat> and um, but I didn't know anything about it. And do you know what? Strangely enough, I just it does feel a little bit like that with Live at the moment. Um, don't really know when tournaments are coming out it all seems very last minute you get some sort of a notification in an email to say that there's going to be a tournament and just to be honest it just feels a little bit of a mess really um but they, they are heading there there is definitely a tournament this uh, this coming weekend it's the um or it's called the orange county um they're going to orange county national is the uh, golf course in orlando and um so uh, so that is going ahead this week so we'll 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 wait and see what happens um with that one may well give some sort of um uh, sort of uh, feedback on that uh, in the next uh, in the next episode uh on the LPGA tour though um we had um another european win actually so we had Celine Boutier who won the um the drive on uh, championship which was um, you know great result for her and good to sort of see uh, see her sort of doing that. She actually beat Georgia Hall in uh, a playoff. She uh, won the first extra hole, birdied, and um, Georgia could only uh, could only par. But obviously, good to see a couple of Europeans at the top of the uh, leaderboard. There, always nice to sort of see that. Um, onto the PGA Tour, and so last week we had the WGC match play which um, unfortunately is actually the, it's the last time they're going to be doing that team event. Um, not sure that's going to be forever and a day, but with the changes they're making to the PGA Tour next week, uh, or sorry, next year, then uh, there isn't going to be these uh, team events. Now, it's all a little bit 
sort of confusing as to what is or isn't happening next year and, and we'll cover some of that in a future episode um, probably a little bit later on in the year when we get to to find out a lot more of the detail about what will be happening next year but basically it means that the match play event uh, that was uh, this uh, or the last weekend um, won't be going ahead which I have to say I think is a real is a real shame I certainly for one was I was certainly hoping for a for a McElroy and Scotty Scheffler um, final. Um, it didn't transpire that way, um, and um, we had uh, Sam Burns manage to pick up his fifth win on the tour. Um, it was a good final, and he certainly played well and, and sort of deserved it. it. Would have been nice to have seen McElroy and Scotty Scheffler. They 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 played in the the consolation prize event, and, and McElroy won that to finish third. So um, good good for McElroy. As I sort of hinted at last week, or in the previous um, previous um, podcast, you know he's he certainly. Um, seems to be trending in the right way he he is playing with a new putter and um, I'll cover a little bit more about that when we come to talking about the Masters um, but I do think you know he seemed to be putting quite well with that this week as I say got to the consolation um, res, um, uh, playoff and um, you know won that to finish third but um, you know good to see him and, and Scotty and I think certainly there'll be ones for for the Masters potentially this week on the PGA Tour, there's the Valero Texas Open. Um, not all of the top players are playing in that. There's quite a few sort of taking a week off prior to the uh, the Masters uh, the following week. But um, some of the some of the sort of runners and riders for that uh, this week, we've got um, Scott Pearcey, Ryan Palmer, uh, James Hahn. Um, who else we got? We've got uh, Tyrrell Hatton. Who's um, oh, and also we've got Matt Wallace as well. And now Matt Wallace actually uh, just won his first PGA um, Tour event, which is really good news for him. Great to sort of see him, and certainly got a got a certainly a place in my heart for Matt Wallace, having having met his parents in Portugal one at one point and getting to know them a little bit um, was was really sort of good. And um, you know he he yeah certainly deserves it. I think he's very he's very harsh on himself. Um, in terms of trying to get results and he's his own worst critic um, but um, he sort of managed to pull it off and hopefully that will be the start of of many others to come now um, I'm not sure if he's actually in the, the Masters field yet um, but um, if he isn't then I do believe that the Valero Texas Open this year as it's the last event before the Masters I do believe that the winner actually can win themselves um, a place in the Masters, is my understanding. Now, I think that um, Matt Jones, who now sort of plays on, on the Live Golf Tour, he um, won, I think it was the Honda Classic uh, back in 2021 to get entry into the Masters that year. Uh, and that was the last tournament before the Masters. So um, I, I'm sort of assuming that they, there may be... Um, a, a place for the winner of that tournament if they haven't already got one so um, it would be interesting to see that um, and interesting to see you know how the likes of sort of Hatton um, and Wallace obviously have off, off the back of a, a great win last week or his first win on the PGA Tour um, be good to see how they uh, how they uh, sort of go so um, as I say not 
loads of the um, of the sort of top players playing in that one, but um, will we'll no doubt be still be a really good tournament to watch, and uh, I'll certainly keep an eye on that one um, with Hatton playing. Do like to watch Hatton uh, play. Uh, Luke Donald's in the field as well, um, and um, Aaron Rye as well from a, from a sort of UK perspective. But um, so look forward to that one this week. Um, and that sort of brings it to a close. There's no Ladies European Tour event this week. Um, and actually this week I've got a, uh, doing an interview with um, a, a European Tour player, um, named to be revealed uh, later. But um, we've got that interview coming up over the next, uh, in the next couple of weeks. So um, uh, got that to look forward to. And that sort of is the roundup for this week from the from the tours perspective. Uh, no European tour event this week. Um, I think a lot of them are all sort of prepping for um, for, uh, for for the Masters, I believe. So um, anyhow, moving on. So we've we've got the Masters coming up now. We're we're a week a bit and a bit away now. The day I'm recording this is actually um, the first day of the um, Augusta women's amateur championship um there's um uh, that's being shown from from today and it they they played it the first time uh, last year was obviously a resounding success and they've sort of continued that into this year and i think it's really good um i've noticed i think they think the coverage is sort of full coverage it's a sort of a couple of hours interesting enough i think i do think it would be nice to see a little bit more coverage of that nice to see sort of the ladies playing on the the augusta course and um that's it's, it's always good as a good to see the course being played in the run-up to the masters which is obviously the following week so uh, looking forward to that one this week and uh, be interested to see um who who does what in in that in that event so we'll we'll give a bit of an update on that one in the next uh, in the next podcast so getting on to the the masters and Without a shadow of a doubt, this this is my it's my favourite tournament. Without a doubt, and I suppose it probably is for a lot of people. Um, it's one of the only um, it's the only major to be played on the same course um, every year. So there's definitely an, an affinity with it. You get to know the holes. You get to know um, you know how it plays. Now there are some some sort of changes being made to the holes this year. So as part of the preview um, on, I imagine, on Sky Sports, and that they'll they'll cover off a lot of that in terms of the changes that are being made to the holes. So I think there's one or two that are being sort of lengthened. Um, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see some of those new changes. And I think they're the biggest changes they've made in, in quite a number of years, as, as I understand it. So it really will be good to see what those changes are. Um, but you'll obviously have all of the the usual culprits there you'll have amen corner which is you know historically quite often where where the masters has been won or lost um you go back to jordan spieth um in in sort of previous years who dunked it in on the um in into the water on the um i think it's on the 12th uh the short par three you know and and in effect cost him cost him the masters um so as i say my favorite tournament i even have a a signed masters flag with a number of um ex masters champions on it which which uh sort of i suppose just goes to show my my love for the uh for the tournament itself 
But um, in terms of the the entries for for the masters, so there's there's quite a, a lengthy list of, of criteria. There's there's somewhere in the region of eighteen or nineteen different criteria in order to get into the field at the uh, at the masters, and they start off with things like you know previous masters tournament champions who have a lifetime exemption to the tournament, um, the U.S. Open champion. Um, from the previous five years, um, the Open Champions again um, um, uh, get gets an invite. The PGA Champions uh, get um, get an invite. Uh, the winners of the Players Championship for the they put it three years in in the brackets for that one. So I'm assuming it's for the previous three years. Also, the current Olympic gold medalist gets to get in, and there's a whole list of other different criteria that that people can get in which includes amateur champions from asia pacific latin america um us mid uh, amateur champions as well um also the the first 12 players in the previous masters tournament uh, including ties also get entry into this year's tournament um the first four players in the previous us open the first four players in the previous years Open Championship as well, um, also get places. Um, same with the PGA Championship. Um, also, it looks like there's there's a there's a criteria. They call it category number sixteen, which is uh, any individual winners of PGA Tour events um, that um, award full points allocation for the season-ending Tour Championship. So, um, and that goes from the previous Masters to to the current one. And um, anybody who uh, qualified for the season-ending Tour Championship last year, plus the top 50 official world golf rankings, world golf rankings, and the 50 leaders on the um, world golf rankings published during the week before the Masters. So if someone's able to go from 51st to 50th by playing the Valero Texas Open this week, will get entry into the Masters tournament. So so the Valero Texas Open tournament this week is really key for a lot of players. Um, I would imagine anybody who's outside of the top 50 with any semblance of a chance of getting into uh, the Masters will will obviously be playing and, and, and it will be a big tournament for them potentially. So, um, uh, so, so a lot of criteria and um, that all just goes together with, with, with the whole ethos of the masters really it's it's all about the best players the best champions and having all of those in that uh, one event to play on what what some would would suggest is is potentially the best course um on the planet there may be some debate about that i think to be honest but um you know it's certainly up there for me as as one of the ones and primarily i think because i know it so well because it is the same place but um but yeah so that's the uh, that's the the sort of qualifying criteria for the masters now in terms of sort of the runners and riders so the, the top 10 currently we've got um we've got scott scheffler rory ram numbers one two and three in the world we've got spieth thomas cantley we've got cam smith strangely enough um is still um, listed on there. And we've got Morikawa, we've got uh, Xander Schauffele, we've got Jason Day. All, all of those 10, I say 10 currently in the world, actually they're the 10 top uh, rated in terms of from a betting perspective. So 
So number one in the betting equally, uh, well, is actually number one in the betting is actually currently Rory McIlroy, followed by Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, then Spieth, Thomas, Cantley, uh, Cam Smith is is next in in line. Um, then Morikawa, Shoffle, uh, and Jason Day, who comes in at sort of number ten in the betting um, in the betting order. Now, um, Jason Day's definitely been on a bit of an up, so it it will really be interesting to see how. How, how he goes really uh, watching him in the match play last week I, th- I think certainly his his putting is is sort of come back to life um, and there's no doubt that you you have to putt well um, at Augusta but primarily when you're playing Augusta it's about missing in the right areas um, to give yourself you know the best chance of of up and down for a start but also missing on the green in the right places so you don't want to be leaving yourself you know ultra fast downhill putts because um, potentially that can mean you even de-greening at times so um so it'll be interesting to see how jason day performs when it comes to mcroy he's he's up there in terms of the betting and i can I can sort of see why that might be. I think that he's obviously had a good run um, of recent and he played well last week. He has changed his putter now. That's potentially, I think, you know, I think a lot of it will come down to to that for him. He's really sharpened up his short game in terms of his wedges um, and approach play to the green. So he's he's definitely going to give himself those sort of chances, and and obviously he knows Augusta um, really well. But I think it's, it will come down to the putter, as I think it does a lot of the time. Um, you just got to go back to the year. I think it was uh, when we had Justin Rose, and I can't remember who he lost to. Um, it might have been Garcia actually, and and you know Justin Rose had a putt on the 18th to to square it up and and go to a playoff and and just missed just missed it to the left um on the 18th but it will come down to to short game and putting as i say missing in the right areas um and i think for me i, I do think rory is very much he's 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 trending in the right way i think he he's playing some of the best golf he's played recently changing his putter going back to an old style of putter um, his old um, Scotty Cameron, I think potentially that that could be the thing that that maybe just unlocks it for him this year. But without a doubt, you've still got Scotty Scheffler there, who is just so ultra consistent, never shows any real sort of emotion on the course, and and deals with any setbacks during a round so well. Um, something that I think a lot of us can 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 learn from really. Um, and then you've got John Rahm, and John Rahm, I think, he um, didn't play in the uh, match play event, Had I think he had an injury or wasn't feeling well, and he's had a couple of times like that this year where he's pulled out of, of tournaments, so you know, it'd be interesting to see if not playing at the WGC impacts him at all in terms of playing in the Masters, will he be just a little bit too rusty having not played for a couple of weeks um we'll, we'll have to wait and see the last time he did that he came back i think and won the tournament so so, so maybe not you've always got jordan spieth up there and jordan spieth is you know masters is is one of his tournaments he's been he's put himself in position so often to be able to 
to win that tournament um, and has only has only done it once. But I think he certainly has another opportunity. And again, he's someone who is trending in in the right direction. Whether or not he's he's trending well enough, I don't know. He's had a couple of sort of top 10, 10 um, uh, sort of results of recent. But when he hasn't made it, he's been quite off the pace. So, um, again, it's going to be interesting to sort of see how he goes. Um, and I think that sort of, for me, is sort of some of the main sort of picks from the, from the top ones. The, the sort of the outliers, I suppose, is that you've got, Oh, one other thing, actually, I just just thought about actually with with Rory and something that I think may well well, well help him is he changed um, the length of his driver um, for the WGC and his driving was just was off the planet better than anybody else, um, and so it'll be interesting to see if he can continue that into Augusta. I think that together with potentially you know going back to the old style of putter could 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 well be his his sort of uh, his way but there's there's going to be others there now, now we've got the because the majors aren't sort of banning the live golfers from playing so you know, you're going to have you know Dustin Johnson and Cam Smith up there and the, and there will be others as well and it's going to be interesting to see how how they sort of handle themselves in that environment um and and also you know they've been used to just playing three rounds of recent on the live tour so so going to playing f- a full four rounds potentially can make a difference i don't not saying that they're going to be unfit or anything like that because they're 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 uber fit golfers and they, they train most most of the time but um it will be interesting to see whether or not that has any impact on um, on their ability to sort of close close things out um, but um, it'll be interesting to see. So Dustin Johnson, Ken Smith. Um, I don't know if Lee Westwood is in it this year. I don't think he is. Um, I don't think he's made it. Um, quite often he does seem to get in um, off the back of um, his results in the previous year. He's been top 10 at the Masters quite often. Um, so, But he didn't make it uh, in from last year's results. And obviously he's on live, so he doesn't get an invite. Uh, so so he won't be playing through any other means. So, um, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to sort of see. Any other outliers? You know, you've got, you've got Danny Willett. Obviously he's won it before. Um, and, and can you ever count out Tiger Woods at the Masters? I don't think you can. I, you know, he he just made the cut um, last year, um, but clearly, if if you watched it last year, he was really struggling with the walking and the injury and stuff. And because Augusta is such an up and down course, um, it can I think make it. I think it could be it'll be tough for him to do it. He's not playing regular golf or regular tournaments, um, but at the end of the day, he's he's won it several times. He knows it like the back of his hand. He knows how to win Augusta. Well, in fact, he knows how to win at most uh, most places. But you know, certainly Augusta has a has a certain place for him there, and um, you just can't count him out. Um, so it's certainly going to be interesting to sort of see. Um, looking to see if there's any other sort of outliers there potentially. 
You've got other people who have won it before, you know, Charles Schwartz or Adam Scott. Adam Scott's playing fairly well at the moment um, and has been sort of quite consistent. So he could be another good sort of shout. You know, th th there's lots there. There's lots there. You could probably make a case for probably 20 to 30 people um, uh, who, who have got entry into it. Um, but I think the ones I've sort of mentioned at the stop, I, I can't really see many other people other than other than the likes of um maybe McElroy, Scotty Scheffler, I think um <clears throat> I think Jordan Speed, you've gotta you've got to give him a shout. I don't think Morikawa's playing well enough. Um and you've got Xander Schoffler again who's playing well, but say and potentially Jason Day. So so <clears throat> lots to to look forward there in terms of um the uh, the masters coming up uh, and and so that sort of brings brings to to a close the the uh, the episode in terms of of the masters and um yeah so with that the last thing this week is just to let you know about a special a special sort of gift that uh, i'm giving away this week it's a um a thing called the master's journey and it's basically a guide to the masters uh, and everything um, involved around it. So if you're interested in just getting a, a downloading a free copy, visit howtopractice.com forward slash masters. The link will be in the description for the podcast. And um, yeah, that's it for this week. Hopefully everybody's enjoyed the episode and uh, looking forward to uh, the upcoming um, masters this week. Hope everybody enjoys watching and if you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget, please recommend just one other golfer to the podcast and hopefully we can continue to grow the community. Thanks for listening and we'll be back in touch in the next episode next week. Thanks all.